are live. Welcome to a very special edition of the Batwoman podcast. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Rachel Eiley. And I'm Jess Plinis, here also on Rachel's floor. Uh, Mimi could not join us uh, for the morning episode, but I believe she's going to be here for the roundup episode tonight. Um, we're all very excited about that. Um, so who's, who's ready to talk about some Batwoman? You know, we obviously still have limited information about the show, but going to do our best to talk to you guys about it and hear what you guys think. Well, there's, so, uh, there's a Comic-Con news. So. Yes, yes. So that's what actually we were going to lead into talking about soon. I think SDCC is in like two and a half weeks, three weeks. That's so I'm good. so bad at math, but we just got our badges. We're super hyped to be there. And they are showing the Batwoman pilot on preview night. So approximately... 25 seconds after it finishes airing, I will post all of the spoilers everywhere. Um, She's lying. She's not I'm lying. mostly lying. I will post minimal hints on the internet, but I'm super hyped to get to see it with everyone at SDCC and just be at SDCC. I know the I'm cast really is going to be there on Saturday. Saturday. Panel and a signing, which like I entered all of my Saturday points into like get the signing. Well, some of them for the Funko booth because I got to get me some pops. But the rest, so I can hopefully meet them and be like, hi, I'm doing a podcast about you. Sign my poster or die. Um, oh, my I- God. If I, can, you, can you Guys, they always do some of the most amazing posters for the signings. That I'm, like, I'm always jealous that I never get to get those. So if you, <laughs> if you get it, go for it. I know. Normally after the signing, when they've like finished signing them all for the day, if you go to the booth at the end, they just have a stack of posters. Because, like, I got Marvel ones before. I don't know about DC. I got Marvel ones before. I was just like, give me a poster. I'll just be living vicariously through her because I have a press badge and can't do any of that shit. Stuff. Stuff. Sorry. Good words. (laughs) This is for children. The five-year-olds are listening. The the five-year-olds that watch Batwoman. Well, there are five-year-olds that watch Arrow, so. There could be five-year-olds that watch Batwoman. Um, we see we'll see them. At cons. We'll see them at the con. They always, always people who have cute ch- children, 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 children. 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 Like little costumes and then take them to Comic Con and like be like, "Here's my child." You know that child has never seen the show, and their parent is just like, "Here's a cute small baby in a costume, and I can get to the front of the line with my cute small baby." See, I just get bothered when people dress their small ch- children up like um, Jared Leto's Joker. And then just their daughter as Harley Quinn. And I was like, oh, we literally have you seen that movie. Was that at Megacon in Florida? Yeah. Megacon was in June, wasn't it? No. No, it was in May. No, it was in May. I've seen it several times, though. We were trying to see if we'd been to a con in June. No, we we didn't fly in June. We've been to, we went to Indiana. We went to Indiana, yes. Okay, we go to a lot of cons. I don't know if the people. you should know by now. People know this, people who know us. (laughs) Um, Last year, I think we did, I did 27 cons. Rachel did like half that because she's not as cool as me. Um, This year, I feel like we've done like 15 cons, but we didn't do any. We did one in June, but like July, I think we're going to three and then three in August and three in September. So like we'll, we'll map this out, but SDCC is next. Not counting the K-pop convention I'm going to next weekend. (laughs) SDCC is next. I, I, I was waiting for her to be like, no, there's another con. There has to be another con. There is. There is. Well, this weekend we were thinking of going to Heroes and Villains, New Jersey, but Heroes and Villains, in case you haven't heard, the shadiest convention to ever exist. Um, 
I'm still looking for my refund, James Frazier. Please listen to this podcast and give me my refund. And donate at dctpodcast.com slash fundraiser. I have, I have no shame today. I've been texting <laughs> so many friends being like, please donate. Never mind. I can't say that on air. Yeah, no, I know. You know, did you have the same thought? Okay. Okay. Never mind. We'll talk about that. We'll talk. We had, we had a terrible thought. Um, but um, if, you know, if he wants to give me my refund in the form of like that $400 he owes me as a donation, That'd be the best way. Or if any of you guys want to donate, I forgot the donate link. Say it again, Andy. DCTVpodcast.com slash fundraiser. Wow, that is so easy. I should have still so had that. Easy, yeah. it's, we forgive you. Oh, someone in the comments just said they've never been to a con before. That's new Rachel. New Rachel, where are you from? I'll take you to a con. I love taking people to their first cons ever. And they're all like, I, for, a second, I, for a second, I for a second, I thought she was about to say, I love to take new Rachel. I love to take Rachel. I would love to, to take new guns. Rachel. Trade out old Rachel. Me and new Rachel going to a con together. So rude. So this is my new goal. New Rachel, you're my new best friend. I, I'm just swapping out Rachels. It's what I do. Yeah, okay. Get off my floor. Goodbye, people. Um, cons are great. Going to cons is great. Meeting your faves, amazing. I always just like walk up to the celebrity and I'm like, hello, I've seen you on this television show and I love you. We're now best friends. We've met pretty much all the Legends cast. We've met right. most of the Legends cast. Ninety. I met Nick Zano at SCCC last year. Oh, excuse me. You've met Nick Zano. I've met the entire Legends cast. Um, we've met probably 95% of the Arrow cast. Or I have. You've met like 60% of the Arrow cast. Yeah. Mm. I just have we never met, wanted to waste enough time in Stephen Mel's line. I've stood through it too many times. Too many times. Don't tell that story. Oh my god, I was not even thinking not of the meme story. story. Alright guys, I gotta tell you about how I met one of my best con friends. And I, I was in Stephen Mel's line at a Heroes and Villains con, regrettably. About two years ago. Just before they were super shady. Before they were super shady. Um, and someone on like Twitter, one of my favorite things to do, this sounds bad, is like looking at other people's photo ops. Mostly it's to find inspiration for my photo op poses, but sometimes I'm just like, oh boy, that was an idea. Yeah. And so there was one that was particularly terrible and it was a Stephen Amell, Emily Bett and some other person op. And the Stephen Amell hand was like resting on Emily Bett's hip. And someone in the comments posted this meme that was Stephen Amell's head photoshopped on a deer's body. And it says, swiggity swooty, I'm coming for that booty. As one does. And I printed out the meme on a giant piece of like poster paper. And I decided this is what I'm going to get Stephen Amell to sign. And somewhere out there on the internet, I met, I met these great friends in line. And now they're like my best friends. And we all did this together when we got to the front. And we put the paper down. And Stephen Amell just looks at it dead in the eyes and just goes, oh, that's a new one. And holds it up to his wife, who's like, ah, yes. Like, they'd seen so much weird nonsense that this didn't even phase them. I thought this would be hilarious. Um, It is hilarious. And I possess it now. And it's beautiful. And he signed it, like, for free and then gave us a normal autograph on something else. Because I think he felt bad about our joke. He's wonderful. Meet Stephen Amell. Uh, anyway, so that's my point, is it was worth standing in line for three hours. Yes. I think. So, um, cons. Cons. There was a con we went to recently that um, started a discussion that we've been having lately about the importance of centering queer women in narratives about queer, queer women. Um, I'm sure most of you are aware of the existence of a con called Klexicon. 
um, that's supposed to be focused around queer women. Um, but it is mostly made up of straight actors that are playing queer women. Um, and we love a lot of them. I want to just do. put this out of there. Course. I, I love a good ally when I can get it as much as the next person. And a lot of these women are, are very hot. And so I appreciate looking at them and speaking with them and having them hold my hand and like kiss my cheek. I enjoy that as much as the next person. And I mean, we've made no secret that we, I, well, I love Katie a lot. We both love Jess a lot. Like that's, we fully enjoyed being them there. That was, you know, we're not trashing them at all. We're not trashing the actors here at all. However, there is an actual queer actress on that show that was not invited to this convention. There are actual queer actresses on other CW shows that were... There are others. Other queer actresses on across the network of DC TV shows, across the network of CW shows, across the network of any sort of show because they brought people from, like, everything there. Yeah, I was... Um... And yet... There was maybe, what, one or two actual queer actresses at this convention? I, I was really ticked off about the thing that um, many of you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm sure it's pretty popular. Um, I know Stephanie Beatrice recently came out as bisexual herself, and then they worked it into this, her storyline as a character, and it was so well done, just very, very good storytelling um, and centering queer women in narratives about queer women. Um, and she, like, openly made it made a call that she was, like, interested in going to Klexicon, and they just ignored her. And I was like, wow, really not cool, especially on a show that's as popular as Brooklyn Nine-Nine, because I know so many people that would have loved to have seen her. Um, so that kind of ticked me off. Um, I, don't know, I just followed new Rachel on Twitter. She's my new best friend. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, so basically the moral of the story is there was a definite lack of queer actresses at this convention, which was... Interesting because 99% of the audience, I, there's still some like straight mothers there with their young children, but 99% of the people at Clexicon were queer women. Yes. And it would have been nice to hear our representation from people who are actually LGBTQ themselves, which is exciting in the sense of that woman. Like we're excited to see uh, Ruby Rose playing Kate as a lesbian, playing a lesbian yes. character. We are excited. We're hoping there will be more representation like this coming because. Yes. As much as I love some of the other characters that are giving us representation on other shows, they are straight women. And at the end of the day, I'm scrolling through my Instagram feed of them, like, kissing their man and being like, oh, love being heterosexual. Het lives matter. And I'm like, there's only so much I can take of Katie Lotz's boyfriend's ugly mustache before I'm just like, <laughs> girl, I got 20 real women that do you so much better. I can buy a strap that's bigger. I can eat you out. I'm just... Scientifically speaking, that mustache can't feel that good, girl. These are just thoughts I have. And so I'm really hoping that, like, with that woman now having casted a queer actress as a queer character, this will keep up this trend and that we'll see more of this actual representation instead of. I'm so sick of seeing posts of people's husbands on my Twitter feed. As much as I love these actresses, there's, there's no one whose husband I want to look at them making out with and being like, here we are in Australia and I'm kissing him, but I love playing this gay character. And I get you're allowed to love your husband, straight women. You're out there. You're allowed to love them. Oh, I just good, good to know. <laughs> I, I just to clear the air, heterosexuals, het lives still do matter, but not where I can see them. It's Pride Month. I'm allowed to be opinionated for the next 20 
36 hours. 38? I don't know math. It's okay. Because um, we initially started having this conversation um, at the Indiana Con we went to recently. Yes. Um, with one of the actresses, one of the queer actresses that was at Klexicon. Um, one of the three. Only three queer actresses. But she was one of them. Uh, it was Dot Marie Jones, uh, who's probably most well known for playing Coach Beast on Glee. Yes. Um, I mean, I love, she, I love her. So she, that's, she was awesome. She was we can so all own up to the fact that we watched Glee as children. We it's were thirsty for that uh, representation. I was in my, in my late teens. So. All right. I'm just, I'm just a small sunflower baby, but the rest of you people who are older have also watched it. I'm just a baby. We all watched Glee, though. That's the moral of the story. It's we all okay. sat through those musical covers. We can, we can move on. That right. one moment that Gwyneth Paltrow was in that you know she can't remember because she doesn't remember Spider-Man. Like, we all know. Wait, wait, what? What is she? Have you not seen the thing of Gwyneth Paltrow being like, I wasn't in Spider-Man? Because she was in Spider-Man. You gotta watch the... It's, yeah. it's on Netflix. It's like a cooking show. She's cooking for some reason. And that's... It's wild. It's, it's like on, a meme. Come on, Gwyneth. Come on. She you doesn't... Be in a Spider-Man movie? Nope. You don't... Ugh. She hasn't watched a Marvel movie. And I respect that about her. Because I also wish I hadn't watched a Marvel movie. Just wait, wait, now. I just want to remind everyone... She said she's only watched the Iron Mans. Which is a chaotic energy that I want to have as a person. I feel like we're going to see her from home in the next two weeks. Are we? It took me a year to see the first Spider-Man movie. I don't like Tom Holland. I feel like we're going to see Spider-Man the next year. We can see Men in Black. We're not seeing oh, anything. We still haven't seen Men in Black. Or Rocket Man. We're behind on movies. I want to remind everyone that if you haven't done so already, go to dctpodcast.com slash fundraiser and donate. And if you if you have donated and you're listening right now, spread the link because we want to we want to hit our goal. We are right now at $540. So let's try to get to $600 during the Bad Woman Hour. So try to get to $600 is a reasonable number of monies. So, um, yeah. Men in Black was decent. Ooh, that bad? But were, were, I mean, were, were they only, hot? We're only there for Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Was really Tessa hot? That. Shang 98, can you please confirm that Tessa was hot? Because that's all I'm willing to pay my $10 for. I'll be looking for that comment. Um, so, we are we're we're happy on. that the representation is definitely getting better. Um, I think there's still Thank you. a long way to go. But um, it's improving, and I think the fact that um, the CW like went out of their way to cast a lesbian as Batwoman is definitely positive. Um, we can discuss how they messed up in other ways in that casting. That's a totally valid conversation, but um, I will give them credit for that one aspect. Um, as well as I know they have um, several lesbian writers in the writers' room, um, which is very good to know because I would be very concerned. <laughs> Oh, I just remembered something, but I can't talk about that. Yeah, no, don't do that. Um, I just, I know text, people text, text, text me. I'm, nice now, I'm curious. But, I'm, but it's going to be good, people. I was told to trust them, and I fully trust people when they tell me to trust them. I don't have trust issues. Haha. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so that's encouraging. Um, I guess we'll see how the narratives play out. Um, one thing we did see at Clexicon was we went to the Thunder Grace panel with Anissa and um, Grace from Black Lightning, um, who, as, as we talked about before, are both great no actresses. Kidding. But I think that's a 
great example. They're, they're straight actresses, but I think that's a great example of a good storyline for queer women on TV. Um, I personally love Black Lightning. It's different than all my other superhero shows, but it's just so well done. I love watching it. And like, I think the way they've let their storyline play out and not forced it and just like given them a really good slow burn is something that we haven't really seen in many queer action stories. Um, I feel like a lot of times they're more pushed together in a short amount of time. Um, so I've, I've appreciated seeing that and seeing that, you know, they're keeping it going and they're not saying, you know, oh, this has to, doesn't have to be love at first sight, basically. I will say though, again, at Clexicon, and this is not a, this is a commentary on Batwoman and what I'm hoping the fandom is good. Yes. Um, however, I went to both the Avalanche panel and the Thunderface panel. The Avalanche panel was so packed that people were watching it on a screen outside. Yes. The Thunderface panel was maybe 45% oh, yeah. full. Around there. Um, as we know from small casting hints and being able to put one plus one together, Kate's love interest for this season is not going to be a white woman. She is a woman of color. And notoriously, the fandom is basically awful when it comes to these sort of things. Um, If you watch Supergirl, I have a lot of friends that are Supergirl fans. I personally am a casual watcher of it, but I have seen nothing but hate for Alex's new love interest on my feed. Yes. um, From queer women who are asking for representation. And I am highly concerned that with what Batwoman is setting up, that the fans will be awful because... Apparently, DCTV queer women fans that we're, are racist, and it's it's hurting a lot of really good shows. I mean, if your feminism isn't intersectional, then it's not feminism, honestly. Thank you. Um, it's not. That's the T. You can't be. What is this, this quote that I really like? It's like you can't pick and choose um, which communities you want to fight for when you're fighting for equal rights. You have to, you know, be across the board. Um, so I think it's very relevant to call out uh, these things, especially when it is going to affect our show. Oh, yeah. um, there's definitely been um, fans that kind of just shift from show to show um, when there's a romance between two white women. And it's not it, I mean, it's not very blatant. It's not like, oh, we love white women falling in love together. Um, but it is. That's exactly what it is, dear readers. But that's it. That is what happens. Um super corp and even i know like i love Avalanche, i love my girls a lot of that fandom is not good um and it upsets me because i love sarah and i love ava they send me hate mail dear readers i love getting hate mail please go to curious cat backslash plinies and send me hate mail i love it no we don't guys don't do not send her hate mail that was i want to just preface that that was sarcasm my dude please don't act no but like i mean even if there was no sarcasm i mean like look i mean I mean, I am well familiar with with hate mail. So no, like... I mean, I get a lot of it, too. It's every time. And this is why I'm very, again, concerned for the Batwoman fandom. Thankfully, this is this is not a spoiler. This is like you can if you've read a comic book, you know this. Um, the only from the, the previews that we've seen from the little hints of the trailer from the casting the only other white woman on the show that someone could feasibly be like, oh, I'm going to ship these two together. Is her sister, um, or it should be if they follow comics correctly. And I, I can't imagine them not. But it's gonna be it. it's gonna be her sister. So knowing this, I hope in my soul that fans will be like, mm, "Incest is bad," 
and won't ship this and we don't have like a Luke and Leia situation though then again they shipped Alex and Kara from Supergirl so like I put nothing past the fandom I mean, they, they are at least blood-related, so maybe that might help a little bit. So I'm hoping in my soul that no one is gross and ships them, and then people are stuck with, like, okay. I mean, if, I if, if people... I be racist because there's no other white woman for us to ship her with. Well, I mean, if, so you, if people want to ship... If people ship Dean and Sam from Supernatural, then, you know... Maybe Please they... don't remind me of Supernatural. I just... Anytime... I, I don't even... I can't even... I can't even unpack them. CW shows all cursed, I say, on a podcast talking about a CW show. I mean, we know this because we watch all of them. So Yes. Well, Alice- I, can I say something about the, yeah. what, what the worry I have? I think what's probably... Um, um, I'm, I, I'm worried what's going to happen. I mean, it, I mean it's because I don't want any of these bad things to happen. What I think could happen is if... Um, Sophie, you know, Sophie is the first love interest for the show. I think that there will be there will be an attachment grown to her. But if the show at some point eventually introduces um, Renee Montoya, who's another love interest for Batwoman, hey. I'm worried that that the fa- the hatred will then go over to will be focused on Renee because there will be a lot of there will be a lot of hate thrown against her because people will be protected of Sophie and Kate. I mean, that's, but, I feel like yeah. any new love interest that has the potential, unless dabs on it, and I feel this in my soul, they kill Sophie off at the end of the first season because she's their Tommy Merlin. Um, I'm going to be very mad if that happens. <laughs> I feel in my soul she's their Tommy Merlin. I, and I feel like there's a good chance it's going to happen, but I'm going to be very mad. Then in season two, they bring in Renee. Um, I really wish in my Batwoman comics shipping soul, they could bring in Maggie, but I know Supergirl's already ruined Maggie and I'll never get to see comics Maggie with comics Kate Kane on my television. I've accepted this fate. However, if for some reason they wanted to, that'd be chef's kiss brilliant and all I want. It's ironic because Kate's only love interest that is another white woman in the comics is Maggie Sawyer. That's um, not me shipping two white women. I do want to preface no, that. I just love comics Maggie so much more than television Maggie that I got. It would, it would be an, still salty. an interesting dynamic. I'm just saying, um, depending on how the fans would perceive things. Ray Montoya, Renee Montoya is Hispanic. Oh shit. Crisis could change Maggie. Oh, oh my oh. God. Oh my god, the things I know about crisis that would make so much sense. Oh, ooh, 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 I gotta text people. Oh my god. Sorry, I have to message people that are in writer's rooms. Goodbye. Um, I think I think if Maggie did show up, it would piss off the Supergirl fandom a lot, and I'm not sure that's a good idea. Screw <laughs> um, the Supergirl fandom. They don't matter. That woman fandom. I will say this. When they made a decision to go out and say they were looking for a Latina actress for Maggie, and then do not go and cast a Latina actor for Maggie. You know what? Christ says, recast that. Recast her. Get us, yeah. get us someone of actual ethnicity. So, there you go. I mean, it, it would have been one thing if they took a character of color and cast a white woman, which would still would have been bad. That's still bad. But the fact that they took a white character from the comments, made her a person of color, and then cast a white person is worse. Kate is on Earth One. I could have Earth One, Maggie. I love these comments. Thank you for validating my need for a Maggie with a Kate. You're yeah. all valid. You're all my new favorite yeah. people. 
Yeah, at this point, I, at this point, I'm over Samvers. I, I don't, I do not like how the oh, has treated. The I, I, I not appreciate how they treated uh, Kelly. So, did you hear about the con in London? Oh my god! And like them asking, like, oh god, I don't know actresses' names. Kyler, Kyler, thank you. I blanked. Kyler about like the new ship and basically telling her that she betrayed her fandom, and she went off. She went off, and then they weren't allowed to ask questions the next day. I'm so sorry, friends of mine that are Sandverse fans. Regardless if you are, like, a fan of this ship. It's okay. They're on Barcelona. They're not listening. You should not ever take your hate to an actress. They don't make that decision. The writer's room, like, okay, if you want to, like, be at someone and be like, this is problematic and I don't like it, maybe tag a writer's room. Don't tag the actors. Don't tag the actors. They don't have any control over these characters. They are paid to stand there and read lines off a script. Getting mad at them being like, you betrayed us for not, like, giving us the ship that we wanted or the ship that you hinted at on social media or, like, the ship that because you and this other actress are great friends, I felt like I deserved. Especially, like, Kyler fought so hard for that ship and she's done so much. She did. And to, like, go off on her and I just never, no regardless, like, what show... Never send the hate to the actors and actresses because A, they are real people just like us and B, they don't make that decision. A lot of times from speaking with some of them, I had a friend acquaintance of mine who is on one of these shows and we've talked about how they were worried that a particular arc for their character was going to make the fandom very upset and like asked my opinion as someone like involved in the fandom about like how I thought the fans would take this and if like they should be worried to like be off social media when this art comes on and like that's the thing because they're checking they want to interact with all of us getting all of that hate not cool directly hate at and again don't direct the hate but direct your criticism constructive criticism you're respectful constructive criticism again be respectful Yes. yes there's ways to like be like you guys suck here's like mean stuff and there's ways to be like hey as a fan that is of like this background, like this plot line may come off as slightly biphobic and I feel uncomfortable or there's a way to express negative way. opinions without being rude. Um, I mean, I know, I guess we're not all adults and the most are teenagers, but still like if you're a decent person, you should be able to express your opinion without being rude about something, even if it is a negative opinion. Um, I know there was an issue. We, we're big legends fans. That's not a secret. Um, Are we? Oh my God. I didn't know. I thought we were Supergirl fans. Seeing um, as there's a giant cutout of Melissa in your living room. There's a giant cutout of Melissa it's, in my living room. It so freaks me out a little bit. That in Rachel's home, there's just like, if you walk into it and you see like Melissa was just standing there, I would scream. I, Technically, you can't see her when you walk in because she's like parallel to the door. So you'd have to like walk in. Turn back to say something and go, oh my god, there she is, cardboard Melissa. I just, which is what I do every day. I just don't want her in my bedroom. Either she's gonna kill me in the middle of the night, so. I'm gonna move her to your bedroom right now, dear listeners. Just, you know, I'll be right back. <laughs> oh my god. Cardboard Melissa! She's the worst. Um, anyway. <laughs> well, the cat's afraid of cardboard Melissa. Oh, leave the cat alone. Poor Nixano. Um, the, ca- I was the, the cat. Um, Just so people know, it's the cat named Nick Zeno, not the actor. The actor's not living. <laughs> the evil has been defeated. I have moved cardboard Melissa to Rachel's bedroom. Anyway, um, as we were saying, um, I know a lot of people, and this was not a secret on social media at any degree, did not like Mona this season. Um, we were oh, among the actress. 
Um, She's like 12, guys. But we did become aware that some people were tagging the actress and sending her hate. Um, that is super not okay. Um, and like, honestly, even if, even if you think like she's not doing a good job with the acting or like whatever your opinion is on that, like, it's just not okay to send the actors your hate. And I think that needs to be something that the fandom stops doing. And I don't want to see that in the Batman fandom. I'll fight every single one of you. Everyone. I'm very fighty. I'm like five, four. I, um... Recently broke my nose in a fist fight with a five-year-old. Like, I could take you. Technically, the five-year-old headbutted me. It's not my fault. I wouldn't punch a five-year-old. Narrator asks, why is your cat named Nixano? Because cats having full names is the the funniest thing. thing. You just, you have to. And because she wouldn't let me name the cat Nam June. Which would have been a great name for a cat. Just you, letting you know. You did not like BTS when we got the cat. We can rename her Nam June. We can't rename her. We don't even call her Nick Xano. We call her Kitty. Well, she's Kitty. She responds to Kitty. You know what sounds like Kitty? Titty. We should call her Titty. Stop it. Do not. Can I say that on air? Is that a bad word? I don't know. What's a bad word? Nothing. Never mind. Cats. I love cats. Um, well, let's see. We are right now. We're still currently at five hundred and forty dollars. So, guys, let's spread the word. Guys. Donate at dc dctpodcast.com slash fundraiser. Rebecca is also posting the link to uh, to the, the actual donation page. So, just you know, we need spread the word. Get <laughs> let's get some more people in here as well. So, we have now about okay. let's see how, let's see how long we done. We have about twenty five. 20, 25 more minutes before we are moving to the next show. So, um, shall we just talk about, like, maybe because I want to hear, I want to hear people's um, expectations for Batwoman. Um, unless you guys were talking more about um, the, the whole... Oh, please, I have nothing to talk about other than Cardboard Melissa. Okay, please don't okay. give us some content. <laughs> I thought she just she said, I have nothing else to do to talk to the Cardboard Melissa. <laughs> Well, if anyone in the chat has um, questions or wants to hear thoughts on what we think might happen um, in the Batwoman first season, please shout out and give us those. We can talk about uh, that sort of things, um, seeing how it's going to play out. I'll be interested to see um, how they adapt from the comics and what pieces they keep versus what pieces they play around with to make the story better. Um, We know from the trailer, at least, that Batwoman, I mean, Batman is gone, which isn't something that is in the comics. Um, so they're going to have to change some of that around to make that happen. Because legally, we couldn't cast a Batman. I mean, Gotham is over now, so who knows? Uh, Titans got Batman. The guy from Game of Thrones is going to be on there. Really? Which one? Uh, Mormont. Ian Glenn? Oh! Yeah, he's going to be Batman, right? I mean, he's going to be Bruce Wayne. I mean, this is really for the oh, Titans hour. The same person. What? I read a Batman comic. I'm not. I'm Wait, not. Where have you been? I know this is a spoiler for Rachel, who's once never seen a Batman. Never um, seen a Batman. But he is indeed the Bat. Um, I mean, no one thought we can get Superman in the first season of Supergirl, and then season two they just wrote him. So I guess I mean, we'll see what happens. I would. I wouldn't write it off at this point as a possibility. Um, what do you think of the promos that came out recently? The watch and the motorcycle. I don't know. I haven't watched them. I don't think we've seen them because 
we're bad. Well, how, how about you guys? You want guys? Um, if you want to mute yourself um, and then watch the two promo, I can I can vamp a little bit. Too. So because uh, the promos are oh my god, they're on the YouTube uh, the CW YouTube channel. Or you know what? Go to Battleman's Twitter page. CW. Oh Batman. wait, maybe I have watched this. Hold the hold the front door. Hold maybe we Oh no no I definitely yeah I definitely watched the one with the motorcycle. Oh I did I did watch this yeah guys I lied I just was expecting Sorry. something way different. Um, motorcycle movies. hot. I do remember having this thought. This is not to be like a big gay over here, but um hot woman on a motorcycle, my king. I mean it's June. I it's June. <laughs> I love I whenever just, she says Mike King. I think I, 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 oh, I used that by the way on the Linda's Hour, uh, Jess. I said um, uh, Evil Ray is uh, is Mike King. Evil Ray is also my King. I said it for you. You can't, you, you can't, you can't have that many. Kinks. We can have the same King. But like he's like, I know he's my dad, so that's weird. Uh, yeah, he's like but, um, he's like your dad. I like it's weird. I know some. I was gonna say something really bad, but I don't feel like the listeners need to know about my kinks. Um. You know, just sometimes, sometimes people are dads, sometimes they're daddy. We've all been there. So I'm going to stop talking. Caster here asked, uh, will Alice be the forever arch enemy like Reverse Flash or would it be a Black Siren situation? Thoughts? Um, based from the comics, I think she's definitely more of an arch enemy. It would be very interesting to see if they tried to pull a Black Siren like plot with that. Um, based on what we've seen so far, it kind of seems like Alice is a little too far off the deep end, in my opinion. A little um, to get make get a redemption arc, but I mean, hey, who knows with the shows? Obviously, um, she's the Malcolm Merlin of the situation. Everyone's just a everyone's just a arrow character. She's the Malcolm Merlin. She's gonna be in there, be evil for a couple seasons, but around season five, she's gonna become that like villain that you like because there's worse villains. And like, possibly, I, yeah. I'm gonna pitch her as the Malcolm Merlin to um. Kate Kane's Oliver Queen. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see if they do a new villain every season. Um, or if they keep it going for several ones, um, either can work and either can not work. So, yeah, it depends on how they play it. Brother Nate says, forget Babs. I want the psychers like Babs, Montoya, Christmas Allen, etc. Yeah, I I mean, poor Montoya and Christmas Allen on Gotham because they, they were like serious regulars, but they really had no big role to play. So I... I would love I to see them on, on, on Batwoman. I want to see what background of Batwoman together would be like. I want, I want, um, I want spoiler though. I want like all the, I want all the girls, all the Bat yes. girls. Screw Batmen. No, no men's of bats. This person, who are you? Wally West, twenty-seven, wanting Tim Drake as the best Robin. First, we all know best Robin is Jason Todd. Yes. Second, Hi. no boys allowed. This is Batwoman only girls. So I want, I want all the, all the girls. So Stephanie back. Brown, Cassandra Kane, and can we throw in Catwoman there? Yeah, yeah. Sure, I want Cat. Oh my god. You want that no, weapon? You, you want that weapon? Because like that's not a ship that happens. But like that I, would be interesting. I really want a really hot Catwoman and a really hot girl to make out. I just a fantasy of mine, super casual. Um, so could be anyone. Trying to not scroll past comments. Uh, New Rachel asked, do you think Kate will throw her wig at someone? I don't know, but <laughs> hilarious if she did. <laughs> I wish she that as a reaction meme forever. Oh, right. Just, I need that to happen purely so I can have that gift. Is that is this a gag at uh, the Okoye scene in Black Panther when she threw a wig at someone? Yes, I okay. love that. That's valid. She was, oh my God. Black Panther, the only good Marvel movie, not counting Iron Man 2. Or Captain Marvel. 
You like Iron I, Man 2, really? Iron Man 2, the only good Marvel movie. Okay, Jess. Welcome to my TED Talk. Uh, the 108th Sage said, I'd love to hear more about your educated opinions, expectations on Batman Season 1. As for my educated expectations, I'm trying to talk slower, sorry. I'm expecting it to take over the arrow role of being super street-level fighty and grim, but with better writing. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much what we're expecting at this point um, from the trailer and stuff we've seen. Um, I think the sun doesn't work in Gotham. Um, it seems to be pretty dark all the time. It's set in Chicago. And as someone who lives in Chicago and yesterday there was like a rainstorm for like 35 minutes trapping me in an ATM room. I can tell you the sun doesn't shine. And so filming in Chicago being fake Gotham. I can tell you the sun, the sun don't come. The sun is out right now, but it's a lie. It, it's not, they're not all It's out at films. eight in the morning. It, Vancouver doesn't matter. The outside scenes are Chicago, so everything's Chicago. That's just science. Um, right. Po, um, the, 108, the, the 108th set says, uh, Post cries, I want the Helena Wayne version of Hundreds to become Ooh. canon. Yes. Played by Ashley Scott from Birds of Prey. See, here's the thing. I love Helena Bertinelli, played by Jessica Gao on in the Arrowverse, and I think she really got the shaft. During... She's so she's so underrated. I love yeah, her. I, I don't. I don't. I will never understand why people hate her so much. So. I, I hope she gets like I would love to see her to come back come back in Bad Woman and get a fleshed out arc. So Okay, the scene in Arrow season one where the police detectives are questioning her and they're like, We'll let you go if you tell her who the arrow is and just, oh she's like, Oh sure, it's Oliver Queen and they're just like, Ha ha ha, nice try. <laughs> that is classic. It's peak comedy, especially for Arrow. It's always Oliver Queen. But now it's not gonna be Oliver Queen because he's um He's gonna be dead. Watch the Arrow finale, but I just assume he's dead. He's, he's not dead yet. He's gonna be dead. He's, he's, he's still be dead. And then we're gonna need a new like. <laughs> do we still call it the Arrowverse? I guess. I think it's not the Batwoman verse. I've decided. No, That's I, fine. What do you mean Batwoman verse? It's gonna be the Flash verse. Oh, the Flash is not to have a controversial opinion. Because you, you, you never do. Episodes of the Flash last season, and then I gave up. But I watched every episode of. Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow, and all but the last two of Arrow because I just forgot to watch them until now, and I remembered I hadn't seen the last two episodes. Uh, Rachel says, "Just let her don't be a Damian Dark uh, for an Alice." I'm assuming, and uh, yeah, I agree. if that means she has a hot time traveling daughter played by Courtney Ford, though, I think it's worth her being a Damian Dark. I don't think that's going to happen, though. No. Um, Mark HB said, "Is an Alice more of a Joker type in the comics?" Yes. Um, I mean, that's she, like what a casting call even called it. They were like thinking, like, she's like the Joker, too. Yeah. Um, pretty much modeled as um, a female version of the Joker. But 10 times hotter. Um, she's, she's portrayed as being off the deep end. I'm not entirely sure how, um, how true that is. I think she's more lucid than she portrays herself um, in like the public videos and stuff. Um, in the trailer, we see, um, you know, she shows up on the screen in the beginning um, and she's like talking in Alice in Wonderland quotes and just appearing really unhinged. And then at another point in the trailer, she's like on the phone with somebody and seems to be talking normal. Um, so we'll see, I guess, how much of that is a show and how much is her actual personality. Um, I definitely think part of her becoming a villain was her losing somewhat of her sanity at some point. Um we will We've all been there. investigate how they are going to do that. Um, 
if you want to take a dive into the comics, you can probably get a pretty good idea of the direction they're running with that. Um, assuming they keep most of the comics um, arc, which I, I, I feel like they'll, for the no, this is a CW point. show. Please misunderstand. They will not. They they read maybe six whole comics. I think that is really that's. <laughs> but am I wrong, Andy? No, I mean, I feel like the Flash is oh, more God. honest to the comics uh, than maybe all of them, and I feel like because you know, I feel like there is. I'm trying to be really careful how to say this, uh, so. Maybe I just, just should. spill the tea, Andy. Spill the tea. It's not really tea. It's just like my opinion. Um, but I don't, I feel like we. I mean, look, the trainer is has, has so far hinted as they're doing. They're sticking to Kate's military origin, and yeah. you know the whole "don't ask, don't tell." Which, ugh. my God, she, I, I want to know where the hell that even came from. I'm assuming someone looked up bad takes in the dictionary and then picked it. I'm pretty sure it was signed into law in the Clinton administration, I want to say. Um, it, it's funny when you're looking at gay rights looking backwards um, and just how awful things were for a long time. I mean, we remember, I think it was like 2010 when Barack Obama, like, officially switched his position um, on gay marriage. And, like, in 1996, Bill Clinton signed uh, the Defense of Marriage Act into existence, which is, like, a huge barrier for a lot of years. Um, and the Supreme Court case that actually struck down the final law of legalizing homo- illegalizing homosexuality wasn't struck down until 2003. Um, I was illegal until 2003. Insane when you think about it. Um, totally insane. Um, I just went on a tangent there about slightly related things. Um, but yeah, looking back, the progress that we've made has been very quick honestly um when things were very bad for a long time and i think kate's origin is going to be set in a time where things were still very bad well uh let's see we have about six more minutes so uh we can just do some quick uh, listener questions if uh, and then we can wrap it up and go into the krypton hours so all right some people I hope you have more content to talk about. I watched I've watched the two, first two episodes so far this season. Um, I met it's interesting one of the actors at Superman Celebration when I was with Brandon's dad. Ah, uh, the Seagal guy, yeah. Oh my! You make Cameron Cup. Isn't he the greatest? He was. He was real sweet. So I was at this convention um, with, with. I just said with Brandon, so I can't even say anything. Um, where I was, like, watching his dad and helping his dad buy a funnel cake. And I won't give you the full context of any of that. But when we returned, um, no one else was eating the funnel cake because everyone else was on, like, diets or whatever. Except for me and Brandon's dad. And so we were, like, offering it to, like, the other people at the other tables. And the guy from Krypton, he, like, took some of my funnel cake. So I shared a funnel cake with him. That's my one story. How have, like, how have you not told me this? Uh- because I didn't know that, like, people cared about we're, Krypton. We're, I haven't we're, actually we're, watched we're not, it. We're not friends anymore. I, like, told him I was going to watch the show, and I never did. You're but I have you, I funnel feel, cake. I and I, like, talked to him for, like, ten minutes about the convention we were at, which was weird because it was, like, at, like, a county fair-style thing, which is why we got funnel cake. Counselor, do uh-huh. me a favor. Make her watch Krypton. Okay. She hasn't watched Krypton either. No. Oh my god, we just two episodes doesn't count. They've no, got like seasons. The first two episodes of the season. Of this season, oh. there are only three episodes in. 
Oh. <laughs> okay. I was like, um, well, nice. wait, wait, wait. How do you watch it on? Is it on Netflix? It's not on Netflix. No, I have to buy it on Amazon Prime because they don't get sci-fi. We're too poor. We can't afford that. Okay, let's let's not bash the show that's about to come. I, I'm excited. No, I think I'm going to try and watch it, though, this summer, because me and Rachel do need a new summer show, yeah. and um, I love Superman. And uh, n- not to uh, not to be any spoilers, but um, Sagal does something pretty great and amazing at the start of uh, episode two that I personally thought was hilarious. Um, so if you haven't seen that, you should go watch that. Oh, now, oh my God. The, the question Andy, from Butternay. What would you say, Andy? Andy. Read the question from Better Nate, Rachel. Better, better Nate, brother Nate. Suppose with fists on hips or arms holding. Oh, it's on hips. It's, it's, it's fists on I'll, hips. We'll post a photo on our Twitter account of cardboard Melissa. Don't worry, I'll go get her. Cardboard <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> how, how does it just not have? How does it just not have her own reality show? <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Living room. Uh, t- to be clear, the reason I have the Supergirl cut out is because my brother gave um, her to me for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Bl- blame blame so your fun. brother. Blame your brother like, on this. Superheroes. You must want a cardboard cutout of Melissa. I mean, he was right. He got. He was close. He got like into the Arrowverse, just not exactly to the right. Cardboard for this. Oh wait, should I put a Snapchat filter on her, guys? Oh no, the, the man one. The man filter. Oh my god, cardboard Melissa with the man filter. I'll post her normal and with the man filter just for guys, you guys. This, guys, this is why you need to listen to Bad Woman Podcast in season one. Because, <laughs> like, the Jess show is like a podcast within this podcast. Like, Jess, I, I was saying this as you walked away. I uh, said, so, you know, how does Jess not have... Not, not How does Jess not have her own reality show? I think the man filter's gone, guys. No! It's not there! Neither is the baby filter. What is happening? Dear, dear listeners, if you know where the man filter went, please. Oh, my God. I could put her face on a Mike's bottle. <laughs> but I can't find the man filter. So I'm really devastated. I'll try and find the photo of her with the man filter and just post it because she looks like Chris Wood, y'all. Yeah, she does. It's really it's funny. hilarious. Well, guys, we're sadly going to have to wrap it up. Um, yes. Not, not that I don't enjoy this because I think that, again, this is a really good preview for what Bad One Podcast Season 1 is going to be like. Uh, so, But guys, do you have any closing words for the listeners? I just found the photo of Manfield and Cardboard Melissa, you guys. On that note. I don't have closing words. <laughs> I just have laughs. I think this was a good discussion. I'm glad you guys are hyped for the show. Um, hopefully it will avoid some of the pitfalls we're talking about um, that have suffered other other Arrowverse shows have suffered um but i mean yeah we'll see um i think it's got a lot of good potential coming in oh my god cardboard <laughs> melissa <laughs> something just fell from my pantry and the cat's going to investigate now kitty um but yeah we will be back tonight on the roundup podcast um if you want to follow us in the meantime my twitter is the da canary and Jess's is Linny's. I won't spell that, and neither can you. If you go to my page, you probably find it. was so proud of you, Andy. I did. I did it without even looking. Well, I'll even tag myself in the photo of cardboard Melissa. So, oh, I can't tag myself. Can't oh, I can't tag myself because I'm on my own account. Um. Go seriously though. Go look at our official page. I've just posted cardboard Melissa and cardboard man Melissa. 
It's beautiful. You're all welcome. Official Batwoman Twitter business. Yes. <laughs> this is very important. All right, guys. You guys say goodbye to the listeners, and then we're going to tune in for some music, and then we'll be here with the Krypton Podcast. Goodbye, listeners. Bye, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for Talk putting up soon. with us. Bye. Stay on the call, Rachel, before I can add someone else to the... To the... Okay. Yeah. Okay, guys, we'll be right back with Krypton Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm.